I feel like we could walk away from relationships too quick right? because of that resentment and that bitterness that we're feeling. In reality, again, I feel like we need to be patient with people. We need to give them grace and let people go through their ever-changing, evolving you know, evolution themselves. Well, I think you have to be quick to adjust your expectation at that point or the ideal and just keep pouring into them and being nice to them. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I am Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Eagleville Bible Church. Along with us is our assistant, Becky. We couldn't get along without you, Becky. Thank you. Appreciate that. We, we love having you here. And you know what? I've, I made you do this podcast. I know. Because people need to hear from you, too. Okay. Right? So this is your chance. This is your chance. You know what I'm saying? All these years, all the pent-up frustration of working with us, 16-plus years. This is my moment to this is your moment. spill it all. You can, you can, <laughs> you can just, let it, just let it come right on out. Uh, but we're talking about relating well, actually. And we've, we've had a relationship for a long time. So a lot of years. Yeah. Is, is it 16? It's 17, I think, now. Going to be. Or is, or was. 17 and a half. 17 and a half. Holy smokes. Yeah. This long time. Yeah. This long. Boom. We made it. 17 and a half years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we've survived. Yeah, we've, well, we've been through a lot. Yes. I mean, you think about the church and all the growth and things, being at the old office at the annex, mm -hmm. coming over here, building plans and all the stuff that in 17 and a half years that happens at a church. So, yeah, you've mm -hmm. been there through a lot of it revamping bulletins that we don't even hand out anymore yes you were such an ace ace at a bulletin we don't even do it i know anymore. i know that was hard to give up but i'm very happy now <laughs> well we used to use newsletters once a month yeah remember that we used to print the whole thing it was pages it was so know, much work I know, I know that was kind of fun though i it miss was, that do you miss that <laughs> i do well you can do one online you can do the the eagleville monthly online yeah. all right romans 15 uh one through three we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves each of us should please our neighbor for their own good to build them up. Even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult me or insult you have fallen on me. And then verse seven, accept one another, just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. I think as far as a relationship first, I was trying to think of one because I was thinking about expectations and sometimes we get frustrated with unmet expectations. I was thinking of verses that might go along mm -hmm. with that. There's not, I don't think a particular verse that actually addresses that but this one's pretty close we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak so if you're going to get along with people one of the things you have to have is a little bit of uh put up with i guess i could say it that way you got to mm. be able to put up with people and some of the differences i agree i agree i i remember one of the the key things that you've said all your years that sticks with me is you said we've got to be patient with each other's walks right everybody has a different level of walk and if we're right. not patient about that, it will be very frustrating. <laughs> right, because we're all different places along right. the journey, mm -hmm. right? So I, I agree. And one thing, too, and I, my uh, Jerry is talking to me about this and how to remind me, because we have, you know, these expectations that, you know, of other people. And she's reminded me when it comes to bearing with and just having patience with people, not everyone thinks like you do. <laughs> and that's true of everyone. I mean, everyone, we have a way that we think. We have a way that we grew up. We have systems that, you know, we have in place, the routines that we have, perhaps the ways that we get by, the ways that we think, the drives that we have. 
not everyone is like us. So sometimes I think we expect everyone kind of to think like we do, whether it's, you know, about right and wrong or it's about uh, the friendships or whatever expectations might be there. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. So what do you think about that as far as not everyone is like you? I think that's a good thing. Um, I think you're right. I think that we do expect it, but if we really thought about it, we would not let, want things that way. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Who would want everyone? I wouldn't want everyone to be like me. Oh, okay. You <laughs> I know thought what? you were going to say me. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, like me, because right. then there'd be too many people looking at sunsets and I get to have them to myself when I'm out in a kayak. So, because I realized I said it so many times to, you know, my wife and one of my good buddies were the only ones out here. Yeah. I've seen it for years as a steelhead fisherman out in beautiful spots. Yeah, I'm the only guy here. Would I want the rest of the county right there? No, not really, to be honest with you. So I, I realize that we can't have everything the same way. But sometimes, you know, we wish people were as driven as we are. Maybe to, you know, our level of cleanliness might be a certain thing or the way that we conduct friendships. Like if we're the type of friend that I'll have your back, what do you expect? Same, the same. Right. Right, that you're going to have my back, I'm going to have your back. and right. Right. So, and we have, by the way, lived out that expectation. You know what I'm saying? So we, we've had that same expectation and we've lived that out over right. the years, right. but I have your back and you're going to have my back. You know, I'm going to look out and, and care about you. You care about me. And I think it's true of the whole staff, but I think that that expectation is met out. But sometimes you have that where, yeah, because that's how you are. And that's maybe how you were raised. You know, you were raised that like, there are certain codes you're raised by, like you would never, when I was growing up, you would never rat somebody else. You never do it. You would never be the kind of person to walk into a store and call the health department and say, they're not wearing masks in here. You would never do right. it. Unless you it would, was your brother, right? Not even that. I'm oh, telling wow. you what, man, you don't, it was code. You know what I'm saying? It was a code that you live by. You didn't, you didn't go tattling on other people. Do you ever hear that code? Okay. Do you ever have that code when you were I, growing up? I've heard that code, but I had one older sister and a brother and we ratted him out all the time. So really? you're right. People grow up differently for sure. But he probably needed it. Of course, because he yeah. was always wrong. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if that's your code, how you grew up, that's kind of how you would expect other people to be. Right. Right. And if right. you're the kind of person who's going to be real responsive and be super appreciative, you would want other people to be appreciative. And true, true. if you're the kind of person who sends a thank you note, you'd want them to send a thank you note. True. And I think on and on and on it goes. If you would never throw a friend under a bus, you expect them not to. Again, you know what I mean? Because you wouldn't bat, you wouldn't stab them behind your back or they're back, you expect them to do the same thing because that's how you are. Sure. I'm a hard worker. What do I expect? Everybody else to be a hard worker. Right. And if I'm pushing, I expect everyone else to push. If right. I'm working out in my yard, I expect my family to be out there working too because mm -hmm. it's just an expectation. It's like, yeah, if I'm here, mm -hmm. everyone's here. But as my wife said, but Bill, sometimes you, you get caught up in that. You think people should think like you. Right. Right. Yep. I definitely can see that. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So you got to bear with it because they don't. And I, th I think this too, sometimes when it comes to relationships, it's like ideal versus real. So mm -hmm. if you, sometimes I'll, I'll see a, a thing like when we're talking about dealing with people, kind of bearing with people, trying to understand it. We have an ideal of somebody, but then there's the real of the person. Which is almost never the same, right? Well, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I think what I think of Mark, ideally, he is really. I mean, I think how I think of him is like, I don't have an ideal. I think who he is, he is. I think a lot of the people pretty much I know him well enough that I work with that, no, you pretty much have it spot on. You know what I mean? And so your expectations get honed to what the reality is of their personality. So, you know, some you can say this to, some you couldn't, and, so, and some are going to be more 
blah, blah, blah. Some are going to be more quiet. I mean, it's, you kind of get a feel for people after a while. But I think in certain situations where your heart's super involved, I think sometimes you, you hold on to a real, an idealistic expectation of somebody that doesn't actually ma- meet the reality. I don't know if you've ever been there before or not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Right. I think, you know, any new relationship, you know, thinking boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, I think everybody faces that, right. I would think. Right. Absolutely. Well, I had a, a woman coming to me one time and, and she was telling me about her guy and she said, you know, when he's good, he's really good. I'm like, when's that? Not too often. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. This is somebody who would not compliment. This is somebody who would say mm. mean things. This is somebody who didn't want to spend time, mm. did all kinds of stuff they shouldn't be doing, you know, in a relationship. And he was just, you know, heart breaking her heart all the time, had no interest at all. But the ideal she had of him was on his best day, on his good day. He's really good. So that was the ideal. They colored everything. I'm like, yeah, but what about reality? Right. It's you almost know, not fair to expect somebody to be even that version of themselves all the time. Well, right. But you you and I have been there. You and yeah. I have had this conversation where yeah, I've had yeah. ideals of people Absolutely, that aren't yeah. realistic. And mm-hmm. you keep telling me, no, Bill, this is reality. Mm-hmm. You still hold on to, and I, it's like you and I have had this conversation, yeah. right? Right, right, right. I think it's easy to get that vision of who we think someone is in right. our mind. Right. And, and maybe it is based on some fact, you know, maybe right. it is some things, some good experiences that you had with that person or, or ways that they did fulfill those expectations and live up to your, your, the high bar that you set. But in reality, Again, I feel like we need to be patient with people. We need to give them grace and let people go through their ever-changing, evolving, you know, evolution themselves. Because yeah. I mean, assume, of course, you know, the Bible's the Bible. Stay with the Bible. You know, I don't want to, well, you know, I expect you to do what's right, but you don't have to. I expect you to be honest and you're not honest. Well, I mean, you should be honest. I mean, some expectations sure. we should have because it's biblical and, you know, it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I think when your heart's involved and you really love somebody, I think you do create sometimes an ideal of them. And then when there's maybe a nasty side or there's really a, a dark side, you just don't want to accept it no. because it's so hard to let go of what that ideal is. And I think it's, it leads to a lot of frustration mm-hmm. in certain relationships because you're, you're having a hard time bearing with that. You're having a hard time bearing with that disappointment. You're having a hard time bearing with kind of the ideal crashing right. all around you as you embrace reality. However, I've always encouraged people over the time. So it's, it's harder to see it when you're in it. It's easier to see it when somebody else is sure. talking to you and you're, you're like, Definitely. but you have an ideal of this person. Like, the, like this, oh, I have an ideal. I love them so much. Yeah, but there's nothing you like about them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But I love them so much. I'm like, what exactly? This would be people before they're even married, okay. you know, and or or like I said, expectation that people are going to change and people walk into relationships. I don't think that's good either. But this says here we have to forbear one another. And then he, he says, and I really like this as far as getting along, you know, okay, so have some forbearance. Like you said, have some patience with people. People are different places. Uh, people aren't going to see the pandemic the same way we do. They're not going to see how to respond, the importance of church attendance, so on and so forth. You got to let people grow, even though I think some of those things are biblical issues. Uh, it, it's definitely something where in any biblical issue, you still have to give people a chance to grow, right? Right. So that's forbearance. But then he said that we ought to please our neighbor for their good and to build them up and stop thinking about ourselves, stop thinking about how we're disappointed with somebody else and start thinking about how can I build this person up? 
right? Absolutely. We got to get outside of our own heads for sure. Right. And stop taking some things personally, maybe. You think so? Yeah, I do. Like I what? do. Well, I think sometimes when people disappoint us, we tend to take it as a personal thing, again, because we set our expectations so high. And it, it becomes we're thinking that we're not good enough for them or, or we're not important to them when in reality, you know, we don't know that these people, what they're going through. We don't know, you know, if maybe they're not spending time with us because they're going through some issues because right. their life's hard right now. Right. And I think that when we get all stuck on our own hurt over that and resentment over that, we're really selfish. It's almost right. a selfish way of thinking. Because we want them, we, I think you have to be quick to adjust your expectation at that point or the ideal and just keep pouring into them and being nice to them even when they don't. But I think sometimes you create an expectation, right? You set yourself so, so up let's right? say if a guy is dating a woman or it's his wife and they start an initiative and he, I'm going to, I'm taking you out every single Saturday morning for breakfast and then you quit doing it. Well, now the wife expects it because you set the expectation and then she's disappointed because, right? Right. So well, you should and, set the and, bar and really low in well, the beginning. Well, you said don't take it personally. Mm, and, right. And that's one where I could see somebody kind of taking it personally because they're like, wow, there's this change, you know, what happened? Or that sometimes if somebody's always in touch and then they're not, it's like you said, it's not always personal. They might be sick. There might be other things going on. Uh, there might be, you know, upside down, just uh, getting a ton of calls elsewhere. Maybe it's not, they're mad at you. Or if your spouse doesn't, is used to contacting you in the day and then they don't for a day. Yeah. And then you're thinking, what what's wrong? wrong? What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. It, it, we do take things personally. Yeah, I really do. believe it. If we, if you don't give information, if you don't say something ahead of time to somebody, sometimes they'll, they'll take it personally. Like, well, if you really cared about me, you would do this. Where I look at those kind of things and, well, aside from that, yeah, and those, like you said, we take it personally. If I'm frustrated, my wife will take it personally. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm if something broken, I'm like, ah, oh, it's kind of a drag. It's, it's, I was told her, it's not your fault. Yeah. It's nothing to do with you. But she takes it personally if I'm upset, mm-hmm. right? Right. So I think it's a good point. I mean, don't take it personally, and I think we'll relate better, you know, because yeah. a lot of times things aren't, there's nothing to do. It's not personal. No. Not a personal issue. So I try, but these are things I have to coach myself on all the time. In, in my relationships, it's not personal. Don't take it personally. Watch your expectations. And I'm going to be super quick to adjust my expectations to match reality. So yeah. if something's changing, like you said, for some reason it's changing, like the husband took the wife out every Saturday morning, something changed. Like maybe it came summertime, he had to mow the lawn, whatever. Uh, quick, quick change your expectations. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you're going to really be frustrated with it. And then even when you're frustrated, I think still there's this responsibility to stop thinking about yourself and your own frustration, just keep building into them. And usually that's going to bring things around. If you build into them, share scripture, pray for them, care about them, ask them how they're doing. I think that'll go well in the long run. Don't you? Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. That's what you're agreeing with me. I'm agreeing with you. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> Did All you- right, so uh, we've been talking a lot about expectation. One of the things I want to talk about, cause I just had this conversation with a friend and it was this, listen, if, if you have an expectation of, it could be a spouse, a friend, it could be me as, you know, the, the pastor and you're working with me. Mm-hmm. I thought Bill would tell me about this sooner. He just threw this at me, whatever it is, whatever the expectation is. Uh, if we're getting frustrated, we have, we have to make a decision. Like something has to be done. It can't remain there. You can't keep expecting somebody to do something they're never going to do without incredibly frustrating yourself. 
right? Right, right. So your expectation, like, and it could be social media. Well, I kind of expected that they would re- really support me and like what I put up there, and, and they're not. Okay, well, then you better change your expectation to match reality because if they don't, they don't, you know, right? So you can abandon an expectation, you can compromise, meet in the middle, or the other person can fill it. That's it. I like right? that. I like that, absolutely. I think you can... Um I know for me anyways, when I've had expectations that haven't been met, the abandoned thing can also be a negative thing. You know, where I feel like we could walk away from relationships too quick. Right. Because of that resentment and that bitterness that we're feeling. You know, again, because using friendship as an example, we have an we have an expectation that our friend is going to spend this much time with us or is going to remember that we had this doctor's appointment and remember to check up on us or, you know, things like that. And when they don't meet that expectation, I, I think we have a, a tendency sometimes to get so bitter and just write them off as not right. a good friend right. when that's probably not a reality. No, and, and two, it goes back to we're supposed to – build them up. And if we just continue to say, well, even though I'm disappointed, I'm going to build you up because that's what the Bible says. I'm going to bear with you. I'm going to build you up. I think you're going to have a lot better relationships. I think if you're too quick to walk away from people, Mm -hmm. then I think that's going to frustrate you. I mean, I tend to be like ultra loyal. So I, and I do expect it. Mm -hmm. I do expect it, but like, uh, let's go back to the one we just threw hypothetical, the, you know, the husband's taking the wife out every Saturday morning. She expects it. He quits doing it. Now they need to have a conversation. Either she needs to drop that expectation that he created, uh, by the way, uh, we need to, to drop it. Or maybe she can talk to him. They meet in the middle and every other Saturday they go out or he goes, Oh yeah, you're right. I need to get back to that. Sorry. I kind of lost track. I was busy and just get back to doing it right yes i think communication is really important in that situation not so much to get the routine at a comfortable level but i'm thinking on the the end of her and what she what's going through her mind you know though it was does he not love me anymore is he not attracted does he not want to spend time with me i mean communication is can squelch that all right away right absolutely yeah i think listening to you know the Mm -hmm. other person saying well why why would you invite, you know, maybe the husband's inviting a bunch of other people to breakfast where she just wants it to be the two of them. Mm, and they might maybe, want to be talking maybe. about that too, right? Maybe. And then it says, uh, accept one another in verse 7 as Christ accepted you. So I think that's a huge thing too, just to be accepting. And he said to bear with the weaknesses in uh, verse 1, right? We ought to bear with the failings of the weak. And we're... In our perspective, you know, from our perspective, there's been, you know, kind of like we feel like they dropped the ball or didn't meet expectations, didn't live up to it. He said, I want you to accept them. I want you to bear with it. So I I looked at him like, yeah, I mean, to me, people who are different politically, people disappoint me. You know, my job's not to push people away. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what would cause that for you? I mean, like, where do you think of the acceptance thing as coming in as being important? You mean where it would cause me to step away or no where you would just say remind yourself i have to accept them oh gosh um definitely in walks spiritually right um you know and um i guess for me with my relationships that i have my friendships that i have i have to remember that i'm friends with people of all different ages right so some of them have little kids right where their life is chaos and you know very caught up in day to day um gosh i'm even thinking about like family i mean my family has really high expectations for sure of you know time and 
you know, things like that. I think for me, I need to just keep that in mind. Um, you know, the different levels, the different levels of attention that's needed right. for each. Right. To be paying attention to what their expectations are of you. Right. As you're kind of accepting them. Right. Right. Yeah. I think as you know, people, you know, I, I have, of course, you know, I have strong views on things. I try not to share my opinion all the time, which is hard because mm-hmm. I always have one, but you know, I, I realize, you know, having an opinion is like having a dog, you got to keep it on a leash so it doesn't run around and annoy people. So I, I try to keep my opinions on a leash, but if I, if I do unleash them, they're, they're big. You know what I mean? They're like, I don't know. They might be Rottweilers of yeah. opinions, you know what I'm saying? So they come across stronger than I intend. You know, I don't really expect them to, but sometimes they do. So, you know, I've, I've got to kind of be careful of that and just, you know, even though if somebody's not living up to what I would expect or what I would hope they would do to be patient, like you had said earlier, and to keep accepting these people and keep letting them know they're welcome in my circle. And I think too, you know, you made me think of people who might want to come back you know, like if somebody mm-hmm. is coming back that maybe we've been a little bit estranged from to be accepting of that. Yeah. And, right. you know, we think about how many people we haven't seen in church even, you know, and to be accepting of all these people that come back, treat them like they've been here all along, Absolutely. you know, treat them with kindness. I think that would be important too. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, yeah, not even, you know, in church, but you're right. COVID has kept family away from each other, friends. Right. Absolutely. Right. So to keep not letting your thoughts go sour to not be bitter during this time just to bear with the failings of the week keep building people up keep accepting people even when you don't agree i think these are good words for the day that we live in so hey thanks for doing the show with me i appreciate it take care you all have a great and a blessed week